20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome in to another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. It is Thursday, October 4th. I'm Steve Perhatch, and I am joined by Dusty Evely. Dusty, what is going on, man? Not much, man. You know, we got to see a shutout win, first one since uh, 2010, and looking forward to division uh, division game coming up. So I'm I'm doing real good, doing real real good. So you're doing good. The Packers two one and one. They're doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, some upheaval in the locker room it seems, but man, the the injury report came out, and yeah. we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, because... I guess I'm not doing quite as good as I thought I was, Steve. That's right. <laughs> You're doing fine. Doing... <laughs> Packers, wide receivers, bodies, not so good. Geronimo Allison did not practice due to a concussion. He is still in concussion protocol. Randall Cobb, again, did not practice, have, dealing with that hamstring issue. Yeah. And today we find out that Devontae Adams was limited in practice due to a calf issue. So I'm counting on my fingers. They don't have a lot of wide receivers left, Dusty. Not many left. They do not have many left. Yeah, no, I mean, I assume – don't. I don't assume anything. I should not assume anything. I assume Adams is going to be healthy just because it seems like a late thing, and I kind of feel like we would have heard about it before now if it was a little more serious. But, yeah, I mean, it's – if you're counting just pure wide receivers, you count those three guys out, yeah, we're, we're looking at uh, we're looking at the youngins is all we got. Yeah, so, I mean, if – let's say Adams does play, then you're going to have – McCarthy was talking about he's got Marquez Valdez-Scantling who was going to step up and is mm-hmm. going to be featured in that number two role I mean are are we now in the EQ era or uh who, who do you think what's coming up I'm, next I mean the guy I've been super hyped to see this entire time has been more I mean he flashed like that more than anyone else in preseason more flashed the more looked really really good except his hands were made out of bricks but <laughs> and that was a problem with him in college so I think that's going to follow him a little bit but Man, listen, Devontae Adams still has problems with drops, and I think we'll always have problems with drops. Like, Moore is a guy that seems like he can get open when he wants. It seems like he, from what I saw, ran some of the best routes. Um, he's got speed. Um, I'm a big fan of MVS and St. Brown. I'm kind of um, – I like, I like St. Brown just fine. Like, I think he's a three. Like, he's fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited to see Moore. And, and, you know, MVS, we'll say, turned in an uneven performance this past week. He had the nice catch at the end that he just – just basically beat a guy off the line with a go route, which is not something we're accustomed to seeing lately. So that was exciting. Uh, but he also kind of drifted back on that one pass that should have been or that should have been a pick six, really on the out. And that wasn't good. That was not a great throw by Rogers. But MVS needs to come back for that. So he's. That, it's just a reminder that he's. Uh, he you know he looked decent, but he's still a young guy. Like all these guys are young guys. No matter what, how much talent, no matter how much potential they have, they got to learn the system and they got to learn how to play in the NFL. And so it's it's. It's a little dicey to throw those guys out there, but yeah, I'm I'm looking. I think MVS has shown what he can do a little bit. I'm excited about that. I'm really hyped to see more, man. I'm really hyped okay. to see more. No, I'm, I was as you said, I was completely shocked when I saw just a complete go route, and I said, "What is happening right now? This is not yeah. the team that I love." Just but clean outside release out. and just like gained. I've never seen this before, Steve. He gained separation <laughs> the further he ran down the field. Have you ever heard of this before? <laughs> It's a concept in the NFL. It's a little foreign to the I, green and gold. I, honestly, I was waiting for a flag. I thought it was illegal. I didn't think they could do something like that. But, yeah, yeah no, it was, it was exciting. Kinda, it was really exciting. You're like, are we allowed to do this? <laughs> like, what is going this on? This can't be right. This, is, this doesn't feel right. So let's say, you know, these guys are limited. So they don't have Geronimo. They don't have Cobb. They've got four wide receivers. I got to ask you, 
that means maybe some more tight end issue. Mm. What's what's going on with Lance Kendricks, man? He he can't block. He can't catch. He's running. I don't know what is happening. I don't understand why Mercedes <laughs> Lewis isn't playing. It's all just you know. It's frustrating me. And I <laughs> explain to me what is happening. I don't know, man. Because I mean, you know, before the season, it was very. I mean, man, we talked. Uh, I know me and Andy and then the other pack has the the pack to the future. I mean, we talked for a while about like, man, is is uh, Kendrick's making this team? Is he on the bubble? You know, you had Tanyan who ended up making the team, but you also had Bird. Like, you had these tight ends with upside. And, like, okay, we know we have Kendrick's, but we've got these other guys that seem like they could be better. So Kendrick's, when he got the job, was firmly in the three. You know, obviously Tanyan's not ready yet, but he's firmly in the three. It's like firmly in the three. And then suddenly, like, yeah, it's, where's Lewis? Like, I'm looking at Lewis's uh, snap counts right now. He has, game by game, 7-14-7-17. Kendricks by game 19 27 10 35 the highest Mercedes Lewis has been uh was 17 snaps that was this past week which was 22 percent uh Kendricks had 35 snaps for 46 percent and I mean it's, it's production I don't hate Lance Kendricks but the, the I mean, production's not incredible I mean he's got three catches on five targets he's got that one really bad drop that sticks on a lot of people's minds and then Lewis has been targeted one time one time, no catches this entire year. I, you know, we brought Lewis on. You know, that was kind of the thing is he's the he's the run blocking guy. And then when I watched him in preseason, when I watched him, I actually watched all of his stuff from last year too. He's better in space than I think a lot of people give him credit for. He's still a he's an athletic guy. He can catch when the ball gets to him. He's not going to create a bunch of separation, but he can catch. He can go up and get a ball, and then he can turn around and run a little bit. So he's got skill. Kendrick's just like. The thing on Kendricks that I think the reason they kept him is he's a less good version of Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis. Like, he can catch a little, um, and he can maybe threaten a defense, but not to the extent of Jimmy Graham. And he can block a little, but not to the extent of Lewis. So it's kind of this, like, mediocre, you take the high points of the other guys and you take them down, like, five notches, and that's Lance Kendricks. I don't have a problem with Lance (laughs) Kendricks. Like, I think he's fine. I don't have a major issue with him. But I have zero idea why Lewis is not on the field. It, It makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, I mean that's that's my biggest issue is the reason you want Lewis is because he's the better blocker and it's not even close. Yeah. So if you're trying to establish the run like McCarthy is always trying to establish the run, don't you want the better blocker in there? Doesn't that make sense? It it makes sense to me. Well, okay, and again, I just want like, to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> well, like Lewis isn't a total liability in the pass game either. Like that's the thing that no, gets me not. is that like he's way better. He's better than Kendricks in one portion of the game. And then if you want to look at, like, the pass-catching portion, like, maybe he's a shade below Kendricks. But I think he's at very least even with Kendricks. So either – I keep waiting for some weird story to pop up, you know, that, like, he's got some injuries hiding or he got in fights with guys in the locker room and McCarthy said you're not getting more than, like, 15 snaps a game for the first half of the season. Like, I keep waiting for something weird to show up because it makes – it makes zero sense to me why he's not out there. Maybe he's not picking up the playbook like they thought. Maybe Kendricks, you know, has been there and they just feel a little more comfortable. I mean, that's been – that could be part of it. You know, Graham is the big weapon. He's the shiny new toy, right? And then Lewis is the guy to come in and block. Well, there's always been this thing in Green Bay, for better or worse, of loyalty. And if Kendricks was there and Kendricks knows the playbook and maybe Rodgers is a little more comfortable throwing to Kendricks, you know, I – I don't know, but if that's the case, then, okay, we're going to put him out there. I've not looked to see if Lewis has played how many passing downs versus running downs Lewis has been. I would bet you tend more towards running downs because I think his lowest snap count so far was in Washington when they got down early, and so they just never put him out there. But I'd much – I have, again, zero problem with Kendricks. I'd rather have Lewis out there than Kendricks. (laughs) 
that that completely makes sense to me. Uh, you just mentioned loyalty, so that's kind of I want to switch it up a little bit. Um, Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Now he's been back for two games and looked very good. Mm-hmm. Everybody on Twitter who is the you know the, the Twitter coaches for the Green Bay Packers, he needs to be out there more. Correct. Obviously, that's something I agree with as well because I love to be a Twitter coach. Yeah. But is is the biggest knock on him before was his pass protection. I mean, I know you like to look at all the, the offensive passing plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what can you tell me? Is that something that he's improved on? Is that some, is that a liability he needs to work on? Is that a reason why McCarthy isn't keeping him out there as often? I don't, I don't know. Like, I still think it might be an easing him back. Like it's weird because so if you look at the comparison, if you look at the comparison between say like him and Williams, there's a, there's a big difference. Jones is not as good as Jamal Williams in pass protection, but like Jamal Williams is a special, special player in pass protection. Like you can't compare. I don't want to compare like Justin McCray to Jamal Williams because Jamal Williams is better in pass protection than Justin McCray. Maybe Byron Bell, maybe Byron Bell as well. I don't know, but like so Jones, like if you look at by comparison, he doesn't look as good. But I, I mean, I said this last year, like he's he didn't always seem like he knew the right place to be in. But he was a very willing blocker. He didn't shy away. He didn't take plays off. Um, he always, if he, even if he was out of position, he always tried to like get back. Like he never looked totally out of sorts. I didn't think he just missed assignments sometimes. Uh, but he was always a willing blocker with that, which I think for a young guy was a really good sign. This year, and I think he he put on a little weight in the off season. Um, this year, I feel like there's been a marked improvement. Uh, I think he's okay. made some nice pickups. I, I still don't think he's 100 percent all the way there yet. I think he's there enough to to get him on the field a little more. Like I don't, I don't think that's what's holding him back. And I know as far as um, I think he he had one more snap than Williams did, so he was the the running back that was on the field the most this past game. I think we're going to continue to see that. They really like Williams. I really like Williams. Um, I get why he's out there. I know a lot of people. There's this, I think there's a misconception about. I know we're talking about Jones. I think there's a misconception about Williams that he's kind of like this ground and pound back. Like. I think he's he's got a little more wriggle to his game than people realize. He's better in space. He can make people miss. Like he's not just a straight ahead runner. Williams is really good. It's just that Jones is Jones better. is special. Jones is really <laughs> really good. So yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, from what I've seen anyway, the two games he's been back, I've not seen anything in pass protection. I think that guy that guy absolutely cannot be out there. He seems like he's gotten better. Um, Maybe again, not all the way there yet, but I, I yeah. think he's perfectly serviceable in that part of his that's game. Good. No, good to hear. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And I think the only other thing I've noted, um, I read somewhere that potentially the reason that they're all kind of splitting is because they've all had the injury bug between yeah. Ty is all three Jones, Ty, and um, and Williams. So you know, trying to keep them fresh in case one does get nicked up, then you only have two. So I don't hate yeah. it. I mean, I, I mean, really, what I like that that they do, and they did a little more of this past game. They did kind of almost like a series a piece, and then once Jones looks so good, they kind of kept rolling with Jones a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you keep those guys fresh, you play the mismatches, and you just my big thing with this team, some of the personnel they have, man, you get guys out there and you just you just go no huddle. You get the matchups you want, you go no huddle. Any of those, especially Jones and Montgomery, are mismatch problems on linebackers. Like right. you just run that up, you get those guys in kind of a base or a nickel with three other wide receivers, and you just 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 run them you, you're the legitimate power running team and the legitimate passing team with the personnel you've got out there so uh, i hope we're going to see a little bit more of that i think we started seeing that this past week but um yeah that could be it just keep them fresh hopefully uh hopefully none of them get tired and injured <laughs> i'm down with that yeah all right so the offensive side of the ball wide receivers are dinged up we flip it to the defensive side of the ball 
and it looks like we're actually starting to get a little healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. Uh, Kevin King, Jari Alexander, both practice today. So Rashad Breland also looking to make his debut. He's at least on track, not 100% sure it's going to happen, but on his way. So all of a sudden, you lose Devon House. Mm-hmm. Kevin King's back. Jari Alexander's healthy. Like all of a sudden, we're looking really good. You got you're five yeah. deep at, at cornerback, and it's looking good. Yeah, yeah, it's looking real good. It's really exciting. I mean, I really think you know, as people calling for Jamal Williams at safety at some point. Um, I mean, listen, if we're going to see that, we're going to see that soonish. I think just if the guys, if the guys that are practicing are actually healthy, it's almost a logjam at cornerback. And uh, Breland might take a bit to get up to speed. I can see them easing him in. Uh, I love King, but King can't seem to see stay healthy, so maybe they ease him back in as well. But I think if you've got that group of those young guys, especially man like Alexander looked good, and I thought Jackson looked a little lost. Jackson looked real good this past week. So if you get those guys coming up, and then you've got yeah Breland and Williams and King, man, that is a that's just a solid solid cornerback uh, group right there. Yeah, I mean it's it's exciting going just compared to last year. <laughs> Where we were sitting last year until like it was just a hot garbage. Fire. House was the unquestioned number one. Like, he was oh, the number guy. One. Oh my god! Like, it's <laughs> it is night and day. And you know, I mean, I, I'm sure you remember this, Steve. At this point, probably last year, like sure it would be nice to have Ladarius Gunter back. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who ran like a four nine forty. Him and House both, man. Julio Jones. That seems like a good idea. (laughs) He's got him and House, long arms, just barely (laughs) under sub five forties. Yeah, those guys. Oh, oh, very glad we're away from those days. Yeah, I mean, it is in a much better place right now for sure. All right, so the Packers sitting two one and one, Mm. going up against the Lions, who are one and three, and their only win is against the Patriots. The dismantling of the Patriots. Yes, I. I mean, I'm just a little lost as to trying to figure out what is going on with the Lions. I mean, <laughs> they all almost come back and beat the 49ers. They get blown out by the Jets. I mean, and then the Jets haven't looked good against anybody else. Mm-hmm. What What is going on? Like, what well, am I supposed well, to expect Well, in the Cowboys last week, like, I just – I watched that game last night. Um, that's a team – Cowboys didn't seem like they could move the ball on anyone, and they were just picking up yards – like, chunks of yards 20 at a time against the Lions. Uh this past week. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're closer to the kind of a a bad team. I've said this, I, I, I don't think here, but multiple other times. You know, I, I live in Kentucky. I watch a lot of SEC football. Or I used to. I don't get a chance to watch much college ball anymore. Uh, Matt Stafford on those Georgia teams were loaded with talent, and then they never really did much because Matt Stafford, like, will just – he's just remarkably inconsistent. Like, sometimes play to play, sometimes just game to game, and that follows him. Like, that's just who he is. Like, he's going to have a game where he looks tremendous, and he has a game where he throws a ball out of bounds. Um, I think the only thing that really worries me about this team at this point is um, – I was at Karrion Johnson. Oh, that, he is looking That good. dude looks terrifying. Just – and especially I know the – just I know the football outsiders, um, Packers are 26th in run defense this year. Uh, the pass defense, I think, is top 12, if I'm not mistaken. But run defense, they've not been looking really good, which is weird because that's where we thought the strength of this defense was going to be, especially early on. So going up against a guy that you, uh, that's coming on that the Lions are using a little more and Johnson, I think, is going to be terrifying. Yeah, Green Bay is uh, right in the middle of the pack for rushing defense uh, okay. team-wise. But this is the thing I'm excited for is Detroit is dead last in yeah. rush defense. So, I mean – I'm I'm really excited. I think Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. I mean, 
if they are thin at wide receiver, get ready for a lot of run game, a lot of screen passes to the to the backs. I mean, it's got potential to be be smart and be like, hey, Aaron Rodgers is injured. Let's let's do quick passes. Let's do let's do runs. Let's do screens. And if get Mercedes push. Lewis in there, you know, hey, you know, a tight end. <laughs> I mean, get Tunyon in there, man. Let's do something. Yeah, let's do it, man. Hey, I man, mean, listen. Andy will freak out if that happens. We'll but get, let's get Montgomery back to wide receiver fully for a game, and you got him and Tanyan, uh, and then you know a couple of the young guys. Let's. Let's just get let's get real weird with it. Let's get real weird with it. I mean, I, if if anything, I really want it to go like varsity blue style, where it's the oop de oop offense, where we got like a couple of t- like four tight ends all grouped off to the right, and then Devontae Adams to the left, and they won't know what to do. I mean, there 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 could be a lot of fun being had in this Lions game. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you listen, to a lot of people that say McCarthy doesn't know how to be creative, so he won't actually ever do that. And the, I mean, part that's probably right. They're not going to get that weird. Um, but listen, man. If you're gonna get, if you've got wide receivers down and you got a chance to be creative, I mean, they're like you said, they're they're last in rush defense. They're like 26th in pass defense. Like they're just they're not a good defense all the way around. So I think you can beat the Lions wherever you feel like beating the Lions. But yeah, this seems like a game. Just unleash the tight ends, unleash the running backs, and just just pick up 50 yards a pop. That seems like a good plan. Yards, just just call that play. It's that simple. It's like tech mobile, right? Pretty much. <laughs> You know, have Aaron Jones run back and forth in a zigzag pattern, and we're good to go. Well, they had, I mean, I like in that it. Cowboys game, I mean, they had multiple times. The Lions had uh, just a linebacker matched up on Zeke Elliott, and they would just run him out, and the guy couldn't keep up with him. And you know who's faster than Zeke Elliott? Aaron Jones. I think Aaron <laughs> Jones is faster. Like, just, like, do lots of motion, man. Do lots of motion and do a call a couple plays going up to the line, call a run play and call a pass play, and you look to see what the motion is doing, and you look to see who's matched up on your running back, and then you just do something and you just gash them for like ten yards a pop. Maybe I'm a little optimistic. <laughs> I, I, I think mean, they I'm could do it. That. If their run games use them 10, 10 at a time, that's a good day. Then that's we'll a decent okay. day. That's a then decent we're looking day. at three one and one, and the Bears fans can shut up. They never will. As, no, long, as long as they're number one in the division, they never will, and you know that. But, hey, on a side note, now the Cubs fans can't say anything anymore. So, <laughs> no, at least us in Wisconsin, it's a good good time to be yeah, in Wisconsin. Thank God for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, wrapping things up, it uh, was announced today that the Packers are going to be creating 220 residences nice. in their title town project. So, my question to you is we've got roughly like 18 to 20 people doing this podcast. I mean, we should all, do we all put down for one house or do we each get our own and have like a little podcast area? Because apparently you can only have good Packers podcasts and, and news if you live within <laughs> we, a certain distance. We have to of be within a field. mile is my understanding. Within a mile or we don't, it doesn't mean anything. Um, so yeah, I'm saying we can all put yeah. it together and we can all live there and then it would make us We'll be super better. in the know. That's right. It would be very, we'll, we'll be legit. Um you know, if it's a, if we could get like I don't know how it's going to be structured. If it's like a cul-de-sac, <laughs> I say we get like you know a couple teams per house. If not, dude, listen, it's an idea that's never done, been done before, Steve. You get everyone in one house. You get a whole bunch of cameras. You record everything, and then some people get voted out. Ooh, yeah, it's like the the pack a day podcast, real world style. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna see what happens style. when people stop talking about Packers and start getting real. Um, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be thrilling. It's exciting. Uh, yeah, I, man, listen. Oh, we'll start I'm, with 18 people on, a, on the microphone on each podcast and cut everybody <laughs> per episode. And then by the end of it, at the end of it, it's just one guy doing it. I or think girl, that's good. Or girl. Or girl. Or girl. Or girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, listen, 
However that ends up being arranged, I want to go ahead and say I'm ready to put my down payment down. Whether we're all sharing a house or getting separate ones, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, brother. I'm sure it's going to be super cheap to do it. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's right next to Green Bay. Who wants to live right next to a stadium? Um, not me. So, yeah, no, it's horrible. it's going to be cheap. It's going to be real cheap. All right, I'm willing man. to pay up to $250 per month for one of those, for one of those houses. <laughs> tell you that, Steve. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, to the Pack-A-Day podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, shoot us any questions you got. Um, for me, I'm at Steve Perhatch. Dusty, what's yours? Uh, at Dusty Evely. At Dusty Evely. So follow us. Hit us up with any questions. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks there. Thanks for listening to the Pack-A-Day podcast. Six seconds to go. Ball just outside of the four. Roger Shotgun looks to his right. Snap to A-Rod. Throws right side. Yes! yes! Touchdown! And a dagger! The dagger to Andrew on the right side! Aaron pointing to the right now. Gets the snap. Looking. Throws left side of the end zone. Leaping right yes! to Yes! Touchdown Green Bay! A spectacular throw and catch to the left side of the end zone! Rodgers from the 42 New York, fourth down and two. Snap to A-Rod. Looking downfield, scrambles right. Now, winds up, rainbows into the end zone. It is caught. Yes. Yes.